guys. Welcome to episode 17 of CMD Towers, Brews, and Builds. I'm Mr. Combo number five, and my fellow host, like me, ate a protean Hulk-sized meal last Ooh, week. Big tuck. Those, uh, what is it? Tannins? No. Tryptophan? What's the thing in the turkey? What? Stuffing? No. Like, well, yes. But uh, <laughs> like the thing that makes you sleepy. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways, I was I had a bunch of that, so I'm I'm uh I'm recovering with just some just some coffee before I get into this one beer today. There so. we go, there we go. And of course, we're recording this for the future, but it's in the past, and so we're all super excited because tonight is our yes. annual EDH tournament yeah. drinkathon. And we need a better phrase I know, for that. Like, Let's it, get both. It's, it's like turkey, it's like a turkey trot but with magic and boozing so yes, it's like all the be best a 5K. things yeah exactly all the unhealthy stuff and all the pizza you can handle pizza, so ladies dudes, we are uh, still it's available gonna be great. <laughs> Uh, well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to our podcast, and this was only able to happen by our fantastic producer, Squee McGee, and his production company, Rich Chaos Records, here in KC. What's up, Squee? All ready to win this tournament tonight, boys. Yeah, that's not going to happen, because you know what you can't do? You can't play Reese for seven hours and sit tight every damn game. Oh. You're going to have to play something different. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> he just no, swaps the rules. He just swaps out the commander. What if I made three Reese sticks? <gasps> you can't do that, because you can't use the same Reese, because uh, Joe and Forrest day two wong already tried to say that around tatiova because uh, they both have tatiova I, I have a plan. Like, what if we do different tatiovas? Swap? no no it, no, it follows the, the commander right the it's commander, a commander yeah. you can't do it again i've got a i've got a plan i'll just swap fraley's out for reese every other game <laughs> no because you can only play reese once in a night he's still missing the point jesus we are in deep uh, deep trouble uh, we're good. all sober too it's gonna, which is it's the gonna, bad thing it's gonna be great just wait till we're hammered uh, all right well hey also thank you to the i think now disbanded pink yeah, royal i think they're, I think they're for the uh, music that they provide in all our episodes uh, i don't know should we keep doing call outs if they're not around anymore they still wrote the songs let's do it yeah that's all right, right yeah. there we go just because like you know the cranberries aren't around anymore doesn't mean that like you can just go <laughs> doesn't mean that you can just go on also r.i.p the lead singer that was uh, earlier today i know oh. so anyway um also guys this is our very first episode with our new sponsor yeah. level one gaming very excited uh, yeah they're one of the top tier lgs's here in the midwest uh funny story i was talking with the owner sean and uh, you know i don't know how many people out there are queer eye fans uh, oh yeah uh, you know, ross they, was telling you about that yeah or you or so, someone was so apparently uh you know there was queer eye that was done here in kansas city either one season or two seasons two, I, I think yeah okay yeah yeah uh, and so one of the episodes they actually wanted to do a magic the gathering uh person that they do a makeover for and so wizards of the coast was all behind it and Wizards actually wanted our sponsor, Level One Gaming, to be the one where the they were the shop. They were yeah, the one yeah. that was featured in it. And the Queer Eye guys apparently went on site to kind of check it out. And they're like, this isn't nerdy enough for us. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's like down I, it's in, in like the, the river the, market. The river right? yeah. market. It has like all the exposed brick. It's a very, very nice LGS. Yeah. But I guess they were looking for something more kind of smelly like, and that, gross. Now that they're not going to be our sponsors, Collector's Cash, where even though they've been around for 15 years, still have like shitty Kmart tables like this. Hey, yep. hey, hey, exactly. Hey, I'm going to say it's Walmart. It's got no bounce. It's got no care. bounce. 
Uh, but you know what, guys? They sell sealed product. They do have card singles. Their uh, store is linked to TCG players. When you go to level1gaming.com, you can search uh, you know, the card singles. You can search board games. And also, potentially in the future, they will be selling and be home to some very sweet CMD Tower merch. So, Way. like I said, head over to level1gaming.com. And in your order notes, just type in CMD Tower. Just let them know that you're part of the collective. And yes, I'm calling all of our listeners now the, the collective. collective. Oh, I like my. it. Wow. Sounds like a cult. I know. Did you write it's that so down culty. or did that just come to you? Yeah. Okay, the collective. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I was trying to think. I didn't want to say nation because I know CCO, Commander Cookout Podcast, they call their CCO nation. I was so like, we oh, I'm not trying to do that. It does have a nice was, rink. I don't know. See, CMD Tower Collective doesn't really roll off the tongue, but, but I just kind of want to call people the collective. We could call them like the association because there's like brewery associations in like Johnson County and all over the U.S. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. Just put, well, just put it out there. Just put it out there. We're putting it We're out putting there. We're putting it out there. I like it. I like All right, it. Just you know what? We, we have now wasted like five minutes oh, in this intro. Right. Good. Let's actually speed this uh, yeah. stuff up. But guys, uh, you know, we just ended the November Sir Gwyn contest. So, of course, it's now on to December. But like I said, we're in the past recording for the future. So we actually have no idea what decks going to be for December. So TBD, yeah, so, homies. TBD. So stay, but, pay attention to the Twitterverse. Yeah. And actually, this would be a great time to head over to cmdtower.com slash BNBE17. Uh, because Big Tuck manages the website, and he will yep. post what uh, commander or yep. thing that we're going to be doing for December. So, Bruce and Bills is our deck tech series. It's all about the decks that Big Tuck and I have, and that path to 32. Each podcast, we're going to talk about one of those paths to 32 decks, but hey, in a cool manner of brewing some brewskis. So, we kind of broke it down into four categories. The first one is ramp and setting your board state. That's called a grain bill. Yes, and grains are the foundation of any beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually in about a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into your bigger threats, and just like a grain profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specific specialty cards for that deck. Numero dos on that kind of progression is how does your board interact with the rest of the board? We're calling that the hop profile. Yes, and hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal, floral, and sometimes juicy flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like IPAs, such like a Midwest or a Northeast IPA. Our hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. And then third, we're going to have, how does your deck actually win a game? How do you actually get to go home and sleep alone in your bed? It's called yeast. Yes, and yeasts are actual microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds the alcohol content and carbonation, very important. Without yeast, you'd be, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. Um, and without yeast cards in your deck, uh, your deck couldn't meet the goal of winning the actual game. Last but not least, we got shenanigans. These are pet cards and synergies that are in the deck that can just be fun. We're calling it the spice package. Yes, and not every beer has them, but spices and additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into a jalapeno stout, or the addition of hops that turn an IPA into a double IPA. Not every deck has something that makes it pop, but if it does, this is where we talk about it. And you know what's really funny is Big Tuck always says not every uh, beer has them, just not like every deck. Yet we always find some way to just throw some just, spices in there. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day that we literally There's have none, no spices. Yeah. All right, gonna, guys, we're going to go to the spice package. Crickets. Yeah, we're going to name it Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, and then it's moving People right along. Are, yeah. Uh, well, and then guys, but we haven't seen we haven't seen one that has a gazillion spices yet, right? That's fair. So that's because usually we have tuned decks. Yes, true. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, and then to kind of wrap up the podcast, we're going to have a bottle capping. This is Big Tux and I's recommendations to the deck that are under $5, under $50, and a personal recommendation that has no budget. And the only restriction is no mana straight lands. You can have utility lands, mm -hmm. but no just produce mana. Um, and hey, before 
we get brewing. I do want to make a fun announcement because next week on Brews and Builds, we will have the godfather of EDH, oh, Sheldon right. Minnery. I uh, figured I'd go ahead and mention that because I know a lot of you guys probably skipped through all this intro <laughs> stuff to get to the deck. Now you're stuck listening to more. Uh, but yeah, no, we're super excited. Sheldon actually is going to be talking about his... I guess we just describe it. You did this to yourself, yeah. deck. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's a really yeah. fun one. It, it, it's Jess Guy. Won't tell you who the commander is, but I sent it over to Big Tuck when I helped Sheldon kind of categorize it for our podcast. And all Big Tuck said back is, this is hilarious. Yeah, it's way to go, Sheldon. I'm really excited. Yeah, so, it'll be really fun to talk through. All right. Well, hey, guys, let's get on to this deck. Uh, you know what? This is post-Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, yes, we had a bruise and builds come out on Black Friday, but it always kind of seems to take me a few days after Thanksgiving yeah. to realize how much I ate. So, Mr. Combo, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, are you a fan of Danny Glover? Sure. Specifically his performance in Predator 2. Uh, never seen any of the Predators. What? Yeah. Wow. Well, we saw the one with me. Just like Danny Glover in Predator 2, okay. this deck's ass is busting <laughs> out of its khaki. So today we're talking, and we'll, I'll post a photo, because there's an ep- you can see his ass is about to burst out of those pants. So today, Mr. Combo came up with this idea. It's freaking brilliant. So we're talking about my Arcades deck, uh, Arcades Defending Defenders. So, AKA Big Butt yeah, Travel. it's Big Butt, baby. So, oh, big booty, big uh, booty, big booty. There's two big booty commanders out there. Uh, well, three really, but two. The two most common ones are the Abzan Tree Folk one, uh, which I keep. Doran. Yeah, Doran the Siege Tower. Which I do. We have one of those in our meta. I haven't seen I don't think one. So. I knew a, a bunch of people that played it uh, in Chicago, but I haven't seen one down here. And then we have the new Arcades. So Arcades is a three What's the third five. One? Uh, there's a, one of the partner commanders, the black green one, oh, when you yeah. deal damage, you get life back from your butt. That one also, <laughs> that one also is a big butt one. Is that also kind of like a plastic surgery? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Artificially pumping those butt numbers up. So Arcades is an elder dragon, a legendary creature at that. Uh, he is a three, five, he, she, he, I think it's he, right? Yeah, I think it's he. Um, she, uh, he is a three, five for one colorless and bant that is green, blue, white which are not my favorite color combination yeah. so but i think this is i think there's some interesting things to do with it so uh three five flying with vigilance which is pretty good yeah. out the gate you can kind of turn this into like a pseudo voltron which we might get into later um whenever a creature with defenders enters a battlefield under your control draw a card that seems pretty good yep, it seems pretty good and then each creature you control with defender assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power and can attack as though it doesn't have defender that also seems it's pretty, pretty good. sweet um there's a lot of value for this the one thing that's interesting is a lot of people they want to get their walls out as soon as possible like turn one two sure. three and then a lot of the walls like vine trellis they tap for mana. This one's like the opposite. Like you want to hold on to your walls, especially like your quick drops so that you can start getting the draw value off it. And I'm going to correct you here. It's not you want to hold on to your walls. You want to hold on to your defenders. And that's True. the thing that kind of makes him cool. So if we kind of go back to the OG quote unquote wall defender tribal right. Duran, the thing that makes Arcades different than Duran is they both have the same thing to where they assign combat damage equal to toughness. But Duran doesn't allow your defenders to attack. Correct. Yes. You, you have to still figure out ways to yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's where Arcades just makes it so much better. It's right. just on him in the command zone at any time. Like, oh, commander out. Yeah. Now I'm going to swing at you with, we'll get into that later. Yes, exactly. So there are there are some beefy, beefy boys in here. Um, so this deck kind of came, I was, I had already built in my decks of girlfriends past a wall tribal. <laughs> Um, which leans on red because there's a, there's a couple of really good red walls in it. So um, when this got spoiled, I was like, ah, 
I already kind of have a wall deck, so I was gonna actually do Bant Enchantment before the oh, okay. before the commander one got so revealed. Just be like uh, me and Dan, yeah, and but everyone like, else in but, the world. But I was gonna do it before that before that <laughs> okay. commander was spoiled. Could we call it Bant Enchantment? Oh, like it. I like, I like it. that. I like that a lot. So I didn't. I was going to do a Bant Enchantment deck, which actually works because there's a bunch of those cards that I had stored for that that work really well sure. in here. Um, and then this got spoiled. I was like, okay. And people would send this to me saying like, big talk. This is a super cute commander. Yeah. This has you written all over it. I was like, ah, sort of. And then I think I cracked one in my 2019 box. Yep. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, <laughs> this is clearly a side for it. So the, we already have our big drink-a-thon tonight. So I'm drinking a space camper just because it's the only thing I had in my fridge. <laughs> it's not related to the deck in any way, shape, or form. But the one thing I thought that was really interesting and I didn't realize, the curve on this is absurd. It's 2.85. Yeah, so I made a note of that. Yeah, this is, the, is this the lowest? This is it the needs some curves. Yeah, this, this is the lowest CMC deck we have talked about by a lot. Really, by like almost half a and card. Like, I didn't even realize. I didn't even. But like, think about it. All the yeah. defenders and walls are usually very right, low yeah. CMC because they can't do because they can't. But yeah, block. It's, totally. And like, I think it's also deceptive because I have a couple of X spells in here. I think, um, but I just went through this and I was like, yeah. I've seen builds of this deck where they throw in things like um, Mirari's Wake and like Zendikar Resurgent, sure. that sort of stuff. And it's like, I mean, Zendikar Resurgent, I can see being real good. Yeah, because you get a, you get another draw off it. Yeah. I might put it back in here because I have a spare. And it's like toying with this. And also uh, Joe has this deck and he had it in there that was wrecking. Um, but like, I I don't know. Like, I honestly can't tell you why the CMC is a little so Yeah. <laughs> you know who I, so I, it's not in my bottle capping and I highly doubt it's in yours. Because uh, you got the Brawl Chulane deck, right? Yes. Chulane would really be, hopefully this isn't taken away from your bottle capping, but I think Chulane would actually be a slam dunk in so here. So I, I saw that today when I was looking on yeah. EDH rec, but the problem is, because I have a legitimate issue, I already have a 60, I already have a 100 card Chulane deck that I built. Oh, you do? House. Yes. Are we going to see it tonight? I don't think so. I mean, oh. I, I could, but it's like, I, <laughs> not it, good. It would. I mean, I haven't played it, so I have no, I have no semblance of if it's any good or not. But yeah, it's like I was just sitting there taunting oh, okay. me, and I was like, fine, and like, I uh, got it going. But anyways, yeah. So um, I did also look just to wrap up kind of the history on this one. The color curve is pretty on point. Um, yeah, the only thing that I did notice little, is that you don't have enough green. green mana yeah, I could probably use a little, I could probably use a little more. Um, but other than that, I mean, you're producing a little bit too much white. Yeah. So, but so I think two lane would be a slam dunk in here, just because you're going to be able to right. play these cheap, super cheap walls, walls. Draw a card if Arcades is out. You're drawing another card, and then you're using two lanes effect to put a land, and you could stack it to where you do Arcades first, right? Then draw you do that, two hit lanes, that land. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you probably put your land down, and then you're probably playing another wall, and then potentially bounce a wall. I don't know. I I, I, I mm. like it. And like I said, unfortunately, I did buy that shoe lane off of you starter kit and yeah. I already have a hundred card deck ready to sleeve. So <laughs> the curse I, of uh, uh, just having a plethora of it's cards. Too, own. It's too easy because it just sits there and you're just like, all right, well, I've got nothing else to do. So I might as well just slap something together and see if it yeah. works. So and then last just to kind of wrap it up. Um, the color of submission is pretty close for this, so yeah, a little you know, heavy on green, probably. Yeah, you, you need a little bit more green. And I, you know, as you guys have kind of heard us talk about in past Brews and Builds episodes, the way that Big Tech and I usually build our deck is just like, how can I make my mana base as even as possible? Mm, yeah. We usually aren't, other than basics. Basics right, are yeah. the one things where you may lean it one way more than right. the other. Uh, but when it comes to your duels and your ETB tapped and yep. the all that stuff, you know, it, it's, that's just kind of hard. And I think that's something that's kind of 
made you and I open up our eyes, and I hopefully it helps us improve our deck building in the future. Right. Uh, I doubt it because I've already built decks, several decks since we've started doing this podcast, and I haven't uh, done. Yeah, that I haven't at quite all, done the so. tuning. Well, and, and like I said, it's just it's too hard. Like it's hard enough when you're trying to make swaps of cards that you get yeah. right. If you open a pack or trades or something, let alone then thinking about how does this affect the color distribution <laughs> and all this other stuff. So it's just like it's too much for it. But sure. this literally just started as a joke deck. When I first built it, just for funsies, yeah. so having that kind of mana base for it actually is is pretty good for me. Okay, but I think that's kind of it on the history. Should we get should we get brewing on it? Yeah, yeah. Let's head over to that rampant grain bill. This being your deck, why don't you start it off? What's your first one? So uh, I want to talk about one of my uh, pet cards and pet mechanics, which you don't like. So we're gonna talk about drift of phantasms. Okay, two colorless and a blue. And also, so one thing that's hard for this is a lot of these cards. If they're defender types, they're like almost always in grain, even though they could also kind of be in yeast, because this hmm. is how you win with them, right? Sure. But each one of these represents a card draw. Sure. And other things too. And a lot of them draw you card on their own and left, right, and center. So okay. anyways, um, and also we're going to talk about stats a lot. So this one is two colorless and a blue for an 05 defender flying spirit. So on the top of it, you're paying three mana for a 5-5 five, five flyer with Arcades which is pretty good and will draw you a card, but it also has what I like transmute for three for I colorless blue, mechanic. blue. Um, it will let you go find another card that has the same CMC and put it to hand. I can't believe this thing's two bucks. Yeah, I know. And luckily, thanks to Tice. Here we go. Oh, I there's a drink. Piles of them. Yeah, I think it's because it's only got printed once and transmute has gone like back and forth and how much people like it. Uh. So um, I looked it up and there actually is a lot of three drops. There's, uh, and if you look at the color, if you look at the distribution, there is a lot of three drops on here and a lot of them are like utility stuff. So sure. like we probably won't talk about it just because we would talk about everything that I'm like ghostly prison beast within um, cultivate a, a few other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like this card and this normally I don't I wouldn't shove this into every deck. Sure. Right. But the fact that it is a defender, it is a five five flyer for three with Arcades out or one of your other cards that you can attack with it. And potentially can go get you another resource that you might be lacking. Um, I just think it's really good in this one. Yeah, you actually have 16 three drops. Right, which is crazy, so that's, right? That's yeah. really good. And you can so. go get a mana rock. Like, three is kind of a good number because it's like there's mana rocks, there's ramp spells, I'm there's some removal. I mean, I know it's an expensive card. I'm kind of surprised, Joe, you don't have a chromatic lantern in here. Oh, I don't? Or, or, no. Oh, that's one of the ones. Yeah, so that's I have like four of them in my wish list oh, <laughs> on TCG Player. So, yeah, uh, so no, that's definitely going to be it. It's fine. Uh, you I, know, know, it, I know you don't it, like it, transmute, but, so. It works as a defender. Yes. And it has flying. So, it, like you said, it's basically a 5-5 five, five, right. uh, flyer with Arcades out. So, I'm okay with it. But if this was any other deck, this would be on the chopping yes. block. Um, and then the other thing. So, the one thing, too, is that I know there's a budget way to build this. I tried to really avoid the things where it's like Wall of Mist, where it's just like a colorless and a blue for an 05 wall. Sure. That's it, right? So, this is I like the fact that this has some sort of other some relevant ability text. to it. Yeah. Right. So, for one extra more mana than a Wall of Mist, you also get a tutor. I like it. What about you? What was your first one that jumped out? So my first one is one that honestly I think a lot of people would overlook. There's one in here that I I intentionally didn't choose that I know you will, but I'm I'm excited to get to that. But sorry to to interrupt you. So this one is, I'm going to say it, you're going to be like, oh, of course. But it's one that I don't think people, if you're thinking Defender Wall Tribal, I could see you easily overlooking it. Mentor the Meek. Oh, yeah. This is a slam it's dunk. So good. <laughs> I'm actually usually not a big fan of this card. Really? Because that just means you have to run so many yeah, one yeah, or yeah, two yeah. power. Well, and it's, it's just like, how are you going right. to win the game with that? So I built, I built, uh, 
I had a joke deck that was like every two one or two two for one, <laughs> and I think I saw it on Star City Games. It is it was horrible. Yeah. So, but well, yes. I mean, you either have to make a bunch of tokens, right. and that's why you have them in there, or you have to have this like one power, two power tribal. But once again, kind of right. like your Drift of Phantasms, you're playing defenders and mm-hmm. walls. They're all zeros. It 100% makes sense. So if you're not familiar with Mentor, the me, yeah, it's two great. colorless white creature, human soldier, two, two. Whenever another creature with power two or less enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay a colorless if you do draw a card. Fantastic. Right. And, you know, it could be one of those things that turn five, you play your wall. You still got two mana left over, and you're like, well, I literally have nothing yeah, else to right. do. Might as well just pay and I think, one so this and is draw like, a card. We've talked, we've talked about this a lot before. We're like this, I and I think the way I want to talk about it is like this is like a top-down style deck, right? Where the, the function of your commander is so important Correct. to the deck. Having different ways to make that redundant, having other ways to figure out yep. how to do that is really important. And like Mentor the Meek does a really good job of at least like encapsulating the card draw mm-hmm. engine that you can get off it. And again, like you said, there's enough, the curve is so low. A lot of times you could play like a two drop wall for three, draw two, draw into another wall, play that wall, yep. and on down the line, right? So <laughs> do yeah, your it's great. Roll? The only thing, The only thing I'll say about this is that it is, Mentor the Meek also is really good in token builds. Because it's just another Correct. creature, not a non-token creature. So yeah. I, I've had this in a couple decks where I've drawn like five off of one yeah. spell. So, anyways, but yeah, it's a it's but really it's like, it, but it's like you have to do tokens or power or two, two or less. Yes. Yeah, and unless you're doing walls, I think the power mm. two or less just doesn't it's not, work. It's not going to work. Yeah. So, all right, what's your next one? So my next one is one of the cards I wanted in this deck for a really long time. And uh, couldn't do it until Tice came by again, my boy. Here, <laughs> Here we go. go. You must have just an amazing amount of piles of cards from Tice. He, I, I will take a picture and show you. He gave me five three-row boxes to go through. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Is he just done playing Magic? No, he just had them lying around and was like, I'm either going to take these and donate them, but I don't know what's in it. So he was like, if you sort these and handle them, you can have whatever's in here. So currently, this is a side tangent. How much value do you think you've just seen out of the boxes? Just with the Triumph of the Hordes. Like 100 bucks, 200 bucks. Oh, easy. Like, I got well, $16 in my restack from Triumph of the Hordes and the Birds. Yeah, like well over. I There's like four birds, eight Triumphs of the Hordes, uh, a bunch of the Noxious Revivals, which are a couple bucks, uh, a shitload of Grafted Exoskeletons, which are like 4 or $5. So yeah, like... Easily over a hundred, if not like over two. Okay. So yeah, it was. I mean, but it was literally me just sitting there, just going through like garbage, did, did, garbage, did, garbage, 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 garbage. One good one. Yeah. Did, did, did it uh bring you those flashbacks and horrors from when you first moved to KC and helped me do that? Yes. And my simple five thousand yes. one. I do. I do. It was like that, but way worse. So All anyway, right. So one of the ones that he had in there. Um, this card also when Arcades got spoiled. Um, a bunch of cards rocketed up in oh, spice. Of course. And this is one of them. So Shield Sphere. This is an all-star in this deck. So Shield Sphere is an artifact creature wall, an 06 for zero. zero. <laughs> Winning. So it's got the so fender. Good. And then whenever it blocks, put an o- minus, a minus one, minus zero. Or I'm sorry, minus zero, minus one counter on it. I was going to say minus one, yeah. minus zero. Yeah, yeah, that'd be even better. <laughs> now I'm dealing negative damage. Yeah, so obviously uh, this card I think used to be like 50 cents. Okay. And I think I had piles of them and was like when am i ever gonna play this this is horrible like ornithopter right you're like oh, oh sure. a zero drop that doesn't do anything then this came out and it just went Boom. it went up to like over to over 10 or 15 dollars yeah swear to god that's crazy so, but obviously it's really good so i this was something that as soon as this deck got spoiled i wanted and i couldn't find no one had one and yeah. everything and then tice just happened to have one in this box of cards 
But obviously this says everything that you want. So the thing that I like about it is like we talked about, we, you want some flexibility around when you can cast these. So someone's coming out hot out the gates with like a big, they get out, you know, they ran hard or something. Yeah. Or yeah. something big where they know that, or like they get out an early, you know, Hydra or something like that. Like we've talked about you want, and you want something just to deter them from attacking you. Cause you're like, Hey, you're this not gonna really be able to get deterring through. it. It's a zero six. But I'm just saying, it's like if at if this you point, you want to get damage in. It's similar to like the ornithopter argument, right? Yeah. With the with the at in the early stages of the game, people won't have things to defend with, so yeah. it's gonna be like, hey, you can attack me, and I'll just block it and lose this, or you can attack these people who are wide open. Sure. Um. Or again, when you draw this late game, it's still not a dead card, right? Because it's, it's still a six six for zero that oh, draws you sure. a card. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I like the artwork on it. It's from Alliances originally, which is kind of nuts. But yeah, Shield Sphere. For the win, pick them up if you're playing Arcades. I think Big Tuck's pretty much said it all. <laughs> At least it's now down to $3. Yes, totally. Not not some 10 or 15 number. Uh, but I think it does everything that you want. Right. You know, the, the minus uh, O minus one counter, I wish there was a way that your deck could, if you got him down early to kind of deter. Yeah. To and get then some, one eventually only has one toughness left. It'd be a great way if your deck could if there's like a, if reset you can bounce, it. Yeah, sure. Bounce it. And I think that's where like the two lane argument could kind of come right. in. But that, that's just, once again, you wouldn't put Tulane in here for just this one thing. Right. Because that's just very, very specific. But, you know me, I like infinite combos. Throw an intruder alarm in here. Yeah. Throw a Tulane in here. God. Just draw out your deck. I'm just saying. Ugh. Just saying. I know. So. As soon as I built that, I went and went, the Tulane thing, as soon as I started putting cards together, I was like, I went online. I was like, why do people like this so much? And then it was like intruder alarm, flash main lion, and one other. I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right. All right. So, okay, what, what about you? What's your next one? I think one? I did the one that you saved for me. Teo the yeah, Shield Mage. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. I was going to talk about this too, but uh, I know you like your Planeswalker, so planeswalker. I, wanted to have, I wanted to let you have it. So, and actually, funny story with this one, guys. When this got spoiled, I think I literally texted <laughs> Big Tuck being yeah. like, hey, did you see you're, this? You're probably and he was like, yep, probably going to go in Arcadies, right? And you're like, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, Teo the Shield Mage is a two-colorless white legendary Planeswalker, Teo, duh. The Comes only with, one, right? Uh, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. one. Uh, and actually, I did. He was the one chapter I read from the War of the Spark book. I mean, it was kind of interesting. Okay. He was like training as a shield mage, and then something happened in the desert, and right. I don't know. I lost interest from there. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, he comes in with five loyalty. He has a static ability, like an enchantment, right. per se. You have hexproof, which is pretty good on that's its own, right? Good. Like, that's. For three mana? Yeah. That's now, hard to beat. Now, granted, I will say in EDH, there's very few things that are target Right, player. it's not like people Usually, are lightning bolting you, correct. right? Yeah. Usually in EDH, you want to have things that hit all players, but having hexproof can be nice. Sure. And like if someone someone can't get you with like uh, traumatize or like mill cards is easy, right? Yeah, so. Sudden spoiling? Uh, is that, is that no, a target that's player? target creature, I believe. No, is it it's all, all creatures. It's all creatures target, target, target player. Opponent. Oh, oh then yeah. very Ooh. good. Yeah, look at that. Uh, and then he does have a activated ability: lose two loyalty, yep. create a zero three white wall creature token with defender. Look, I love me a planeswalker. Uh, <laughs> Especially this one. I would honestly say, argue that this one you have it in for flavor. It doesn't do so much for. The, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, I know you can activate it, and if Arcadis is out, you get to draw a card, right? Which is kind of nice. But I think it's one of those cards that if you were sitting here at the end of the day and you're like, God, I, I got this new card that came out that's a wall, right? I really need to cut something. I think Teo could be on the cutting block just because you don't have a way to right, get I have more no way counters to, yeah, on right. it. But so the it's way like I, you, you create two walls, right? For three but the way, mana. the way I look at it, so for three mana, you're creating six damage. 
right? Over two turns, sure. which is good. You're drawing two cards, and you also have hexproof. So it's yeah. a, that's a lot. I mean, that's a pile of value. And again, yeah. even if you get this down early, when I played this before, and I played him, you know, turn three and just made a wall. Yeah. Again, like that's an early game deterrent. The next turn, because you don't have to pay any mana for it, like. Turn three, you play him, put a wall down. No one. So just turn to block four himself. Arcades, then minus it again. Draw a draw card. card. Okay. And then you have two. Th then you have a three. Fine. Three. You sold I'm me. I'm insane. And it's also like three thirty cents. So, yeah. but no. again, this is like the old. There's like it's like this deck and like maybe stacks decks that run this for the hexproof and the walls kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, I could throw it in my Atraxa deck yeah. for the hexproof. Just sure. And I'm then so you and trying then, to combo then, off. Well, and also you can like just shit out walls every other turn, right, to block yourself. Oh yeah, so. that's true. Anyways, but yes, okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you picked that because I was looking at that. I was like, I want to talk about this, but I know Mr. Combo likes his P dubs. So. I do like my P dubs. Um, I got very different from B dubs. Oh, speaking of which, I give some hot wings. So okay, <laughs> the last one I want. Um, I this also might be a tie special. I don't remember. Okay. Um, we're talking Wall of Junk. <laughs> it's so good. It's bonkers how good this is. And this also was one. So two colorless. 07 artifact creature whenever it blocks return it to its owner's hand at end of combat that's really good so you have a 7 7 on attacks also this is an uncommon that's two dollars and 40 cents right so it is from an urza's block though, true, so. very true yeah and again this is another one where people are like wait a minute this wall seems <laughs> wait pretty a good minute. Yeah. so for two mana if when you sequence it right you're getting a 7 7 and drawing a card which is bonkers to start with then on top of that if you do block it's a 7-7 seven, seven blocker that then goes back to your hand that the next turn you can just recast, draw another card. Have, but he doesn't have haste, so you still have to wait that full turn. But that's so fine. So, the, seven, so you have seven. a 7-7 seven, seven blocker that you just draws you a card every turn. So you're basically I mean, that's paying pretty two good. mana to draw a card yeah. every turn and deter right. seven damage. I mean, that's a pretty good value, yeah. right? And then in a pinch, I do have ways to give it vigilance. So best case scenario is... Oh, that's even better. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you get in for your damage, block it, bounce it back to your hand, put it back down. I think you're really going to like my um, personal recommendation on the capping because that'll make that card that much better. Oof, I like so, it. So no, yeah, solid card. I, I Once again, I think there's a lot of cards in here that you look at it, guys, and it's a... You're like, what? Why? Yeah. And it's like kind of like how I'm initially... Same thing with Drift of Phantasms and Wall right. of Junk. You poo-poo it to start just because it's like, there has to be better stuff. But you have to remember, this is Walls, walls yeah. Tribal, Defender, <laughs> Tribal. They're not good they're, cards. They're very, it's very, very limited uh, so. opportunities. So, yeah, I actually didn't have a copy of this, and I saw someone play it, and I thought it was just cool. It works perfectly in the deck. Mm -hmm. Again, like, worst-case scenario, paying a 7-7 seven, seven with no... with no drawback for two is something most people would want to do. Absolutely. What was your, so my final one. I'm trying to, I don't even know, man. So I don't know. Okay. This card can only be played in an Arcades and a Doran deck. <laughs> it does not get played. It can't be played anywhere else. It doesn't make any sense. Challenge accepted. Axe Bane Guardian. <laughs> oh yeah. Two colorless green, human druid creature, zero three defender. Uh -huh. But here's why it literally can't have a home anywhere else, right. guys. This is the stepchild that is just cast aside. Right. <laughs> everywhere tap it add x mana of any combination of colors to your mana pool where x is the number of creatures with defender you control you can't put this no, anywhere else no it's absolutely not i mean like if you were no home if you were desperate this will tap for one, one. <laughs> of any, three mana of tap for one any color that is the for an o3 think of the value uh, okay the newest little more tribe. Yeah. Yeah. tribe there we go uh, or paradise druid for one less <laughs> yeah there are Huge ways to abuse this in this deck, which I only really have one of, and we'll get into it later. But yes, okay. you're right. This one can get you piles of mana. Absolutely. Like, 
piles piles and piles and it's also weird how it's like it's a human druid that's also a defender i don't know it's just like the thing with defender doesn't really make any sense like as soon as they as soon as they just because they don't want to attack yeah but i'm just saying like they're i can sympathize with that defender means that they're physically incapable of attacking like they have well, no yeah, offense. look at them. The vines are all tangling them up. I guess. So do you think Arcades injects them with like the Miracure serum? Oh, I like that. Ooh. Wait, was that a... That's an arrow reference. Arrow reference I was just maybe. watching Arrow this morning. Yeah. Yeah. All nice. Right. But yeah, no, I agree. It's awesome in this deck. A worst case scenario, again, it's a 3-3 three, three for 3 that draws you a card. Yep. Right? And then best case scenario, you tap it and you get... And I think it's also... Three, mana, four, five It's mana, mana in any color, yep. right? Yeah. So, which is pretty rare. Like, mostly it's like add mana of one color. Yep. And we'll get into why that's really important. And maybe just in a little bit. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up the Rampant Grain Bell. Next, we're going to move on to how do you stabilize that board yeah. state and hot profile. I'm going to kick this one off. This is a board wipe. It's a very good board wipe. But once again, I think it's something that in this style deck... It does even better, kind of like how we talked about Mentor the Me. I think we got the same. I think we got Bell the same Mighty. One. Bell the Mighty. Oh no! But yes, that one also is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this one's Bell the Mighty. You, you is were insane. like going for the countdown. He was, I was ready just for saying it. the card. Yeah. Bell the Mighty. Yeah, Bell the Mighty. I was like, Wait, one, what? two, three. So this is four colorless and a white yeah. sorcery. Destroy all creatures with power greater than target creature's power. It's just a good board wipe, right. guys. But kind of like Mentor of the Meek, where if you're wanting to have it in your deck because it benefits you more than your opponents, Mentor of the Meek, you want to either make tons of tokens right. or wall tribal, basically. Yep. Fell the Mighty, same kind of thing, but actually having the defenders in the walls is even better than tokens because right. you're destroying everything with power one or greater, not power two or greater if you target a 1-1 one, one token. Right. Slam dunk. It's a great card. Yeah. It is kind of, I think, a white budget staple if you can't afford yeah, like a right. Wrath of God or something like and that. And I've seen this, so, but I'm just looking at this. I think this is more expensive than Wrath of God. This is $4.69. I think it's more. Uh, okay. Give me your thoughts. I'm going to look up Wrath of okay. God. I think so, Wrath of God's like 20 bucks. No way. Really? Uh, also look up Day of Judgment. But anyway, so um, on Phil the Mighty, yeah. So the only other time. Uh, I've, $6. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so the only time I've seen this work outside was when we were playing with Mr. Magoo, Ian Cook, the, our artist, and he was playing Edgar and he slapped a Blade of the Blood Chief on one of his 1-1 vampire tokens and Blade of the Blood Chief, when another creature dies, it gets a 1-1 counter. If it's a vampire, it gets two 1-1 counters. Oh, so God. he put it on the 1-1 and then played this card and board wiped <laughs> everybody and it turned that 1-1 into like a 25-25. <laughs> it was a crow play. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I think it's really good. Um, Winnie, Weenie's decks is pretty legit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why it's five dollars though. Like it seems kind of rangy, but yeah. again, in this deck, it does it does piles. Yes. So um, and that's a perfect segue because mine is also one of these right. that we've actually talked about previously. It's a split card that got oh, print, yeah. printed recently. So dusk till dawn. So this is another premier board wipe in here yep. and with a plus. So. We talked about this during the Savine, the Chronoclasm. Yes, and, and why it should be cut. Right, which is like, I think in that deck, it didn't make any sense. No it just sense had after. It just had the after, like, the from after the graveyard. Right? Yeah. So anyway, so um, the front half of this is two colorless, white, white. Destroy all creatures with power three or greater. Um, again, the only thing that sucks on that is that Arcades is three on the nose. So this will catch him, right? Yep. But a lot of times what will happen, and, this, and usually the last one we talked about will as well, but... By then, you should have enough money. You should have, if you have enough walls out, you can stabilize, cast him again the next turn and be yeah. like, okay, I can wait a turn to get the engine back going. Sure. The other part of this that's really good is the aftermath. So after you, you can only cast it from the graveyard, uh, then you exile it. So uh, Dawn aspect of it is three colorless white, white, 
I got crazy in my head here. Return all creature cards with power two or less from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah. So a lot of times this will be, even if you have to discard it or if you have to blow it early, this is something that you can bounce back from later in the game. Correct. And like we talked about how a lot of walls are on the lower end of the curve. Mm -hmm. If you're getting to the point where you have 10, 15 mana, it's easy to play the second half, bounce a bunch of stuff to your hand, play them, draw more, and go from there. Well, and so I kind of look at this. Actually, I kind of look at the board wipes in your deck in a few different ways because you have to have your commander to right. swing in with your walls. So actually, I think you're more of a second main phase mm. kind of deck to where you're going to yes, swing in definitely. with everything. And even if, say, he's playing Squee McGee and Squee's like, you know what, I'm going to sit tight because I know you I know have it. enough to kill you next turn. Right. So I'll just take it because I don't want to lose the tokens because right. maybe I got a Beastmaster Ascension or, yeah, something, or something like online that like that. Yeah, sure. And then it's like, okay, swing in, you deal maybe, probably because he's gained a bunch of life, 50 damage, mm -hmm. something like that. Okay, second main phase, blow Lord everything yep. up. I'll lose Arcades, that's fine, but I got the walls. Yep. And then the next turn, I'll play him. Slap Arcades down again. On, yep. I, again, told, I totally so. agree. Yeah, it's, it's weird because like, in these colors, there's a lot of... This is a weird deck in these colors because there's these colors have so much spot removal and so much instance mm -hmm. and and play around those colors really nicely. But it's kind of like you you want to run out your hand and run out drawing cards, casting creatures, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's usually like your first main phase is usually, can I draw a card? No. Can I attack? Yes. Okay, then I'll figure something else out. Yep. But no, I thought I like Dust it. from Dawn is like... And again, it's so bizarre I, just to think, again, why this was printed in that other deck, right? Like, it's not an expensive card, I don't know. It just seemed like kind of a misstep on that. Yeah. What do I know? But anyways, what was your next one? So my next one is Wall of Frost. Hey I have a question for you. Do you think Elsa built this whenever she let it go? Wow. Let it go. Ha. <laughs> for, for all the, the eight-year-old eight girls listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Bam. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but no. So... Wall of Frost, I love these kind of cards with these effects. Yeah. So it's a colorless blue blue creature wall, zero seven defender. Right. So you got a seven seven, seven for, for three. three. But it has this very important text. Whenever Wall of Frost blocks a creature, that creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. I like so things good. like that because you basically shut down their creature for an extra turn cycle. Right. So instead of it just like, oh, they swing in with a bunch of stuff and then they'll just untap next turn, you're actually going to shut it down for that next right. untap step. It's almost kind of like a pseudo removal for mm. a couple cycles. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I really like these kind and, of effects. And again, it's like a deterrent, right? Like mm -hmm. the, it's just the fact that like, hey, you can't swing over here if you want, but like, unless you got a, something that's going to be to seven, you're going to lose this creature that you want, right? Yep. A, from damage or B, from locking it down. So Absolutely. I think this is like a very, this is like a very good like, anti-Voltron strategy because they're like, okay, I'll happily eat this and then get it back from my graveyard somehow. Mm -hmm. And then you you won't be able to attack for two turns. So that's two other people that you're not going to be able to do anything with. Yeah. And, and I actually, I think this is one of the few walls that you could probably put in a lot of mm -hmm. decks. Yeah. And it just makes sense. It's kind of like another wall in the hops. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like Wall of Denial. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want to spoil you're, you're it. Not getting, you're not getting past that. So. so, yeah, like Wall of Denial, guys, is just Defender Flying Shroud 08 and for, for three. three. Yeah. And so a lot of people will put that into a lot mm -hmm. of decks. And I think Wall of Frost is almost a little bit better. Right. Right. The shroud's really nice, but being like, I would almost put Wall of Denial in or in my, or uh, Wall of Frost in my Attracts of Planeswalkers. Sure, yeah, because that's just such it, a good. It came, it came standard like that, and another card in here, which I don't know, what we're going to talk about, but does some a similar thing. They both came standard in like the Jaleva Nekazar oh, okay. Precon okay. for that exact same reason. It's like those decks you need low level, low cost, low threat on the board creatures to just kind of go through. And I've seen, Absolutely. I've seen Wall of Denial crush brago decks like it's so good in it because you just can't get through it right yep, absolutely 
All right, what's your next one? So this is another one that's an older card um, that I had piles of and now is super expensive for some reason. So this is an enchantment called Spider Silk Armor. Yeah! This is one of yours? Yes! yes! Okay, so two colorless and green for an enchantment. Creatures you control get plus zero, plus one, which is great, right? It's just basically plus one, plus right. one. And have reach. That's so, so good. It's so good. Like, And again, this deck, it's, it, it usually goes in cycles like this, right? Yeah. So you have your walls out. You play Arcades. You swing in twice. Someone kills Arcades. Then you just have a bunch of walls sitting there, and no one can attack you, right? <laughs> so like, there's cards like this that make it sure that no one can attack Absolutely. you. Um, I, this is another card that I think I used to have like 10 copies of and just... Got rid of them because I was like, when am I ever going to sure. play these? When am I going to play this? But then Arcades came out. It's and three dollars. It's yeah. absurd. Yeah. So why did you why did you pick it up? For so the reason I picked it was because of the. It's basically mm -hmm. plus one plus one on all your creatures. The reach is huge because we actually have seen an influx of flying creatures in our right. play group at least. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Wizards has actually just done an influx of decent flying creatures. Creatures. Sure. Before yeah. it would just be. Uh, five mana for a three-four flying. Right, yeah. And, and it's just a bunch of vanilla stuff. But now, I mean, there's that dragon that came out in M20 for seven. But when it attacks, it deals four, then three to two other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's and it's a seven-seven. Right. <laughs> uh, so I just think, you know, there have been more flying stuff coming out. I mean, this is a card that, honestly, when I saw it, because I hadn't seen it before, oh, really? I, I would almost put this in my elf deck. Yeah, elf ball because sure. flying is the one thing that mono that green usually has about. issues with. And elves kind of elves kind of have lackluster stats when it comes to attacking. So Correct. even that, like that one extra point of protection Toughness. on them would totally help. Absolutely. What do you? So just I don't have many of these in this deck because I think I don't like the slots. So there's some Arcades players that play it around where it's like there's effects where it's like creatures you control get plus zero plus five until end of turn, and it's like an instant for four, right? I like that, but you you have to do that based on your play style. And I personally, I know you like combat, but I don't feel like you're the aggressive player. Yeah, you're right. the more kind of weighted out. I feel like that type of effect's only good when it's like, okay, I can swing eight walls at the two remaining players right, and, and knock them both, both out. out. But time. that's a, like, that's the thing too with like this deck is like a lot of times you you will have that critical mass of walls, but other times you might only have like four or five, and you're like, okay, if I swing out, I'm just gonna cut get killed on the clapback, right? Right. Um, although I did notice one thing that I don't have in here. Oh wait, nope, I do, Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, I should probably put a triumph in here because I have them, but I already got it, so. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's a way that some of those instants can actually just win you the game out of nowhere. Yeah. To where you play Triumph of the Hordes, people are doing math and you're yeah, like, okay, like, I, I'm gonna get both these guys, because I've actually played Triumph guys where I get, it's like, okay, I can kill one person or, or I could put three people at like six in fact. Down to, yeah. And it's just like, this is the only infect thing I have in my deck. What can I right, do more? Right. Then those four, you know, the instant for four where it's plus zero, plus right, right, five. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, where where like, that's where it starts adding okay. up. Yeah. They're like, okay, I'll be at six. But beyond infect, that, I like, I mean, some people are like, yeah, you can use them on defense. It's like, but I don't need to when I have oh no. sevens and eights, no. right? So I don't You don't know. use it for defense. I right. think you use it for the, I need to kill right. you out of nowhere. But it's so. Like, I, so anyways, it seems like we're kind of in agreement on like, I don't really like running them in here. If, for the most if, part, if it was if you play differently than you do, then I would yeah. say sure. Uh, but you don't really play like that, so yeah, for sure. All right, well, what's your last so one? So my last one is a card that will do very well with the card we'll talk in later. He's a little adorable guy. It's the doorkeeper. He's a little homunculus, but he's not. Fiddle he's not Fibblethip. Fibblethip. Yes. Say homunculus. 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 There's that vernacular coming for you. <laughs> you decrepit homunculus. I got a rich. Lexicon. So it's a uh, one colorless and a zero for an O4 defender, which is uh, again like Wall of Frost is, or uh, Wall of Mist is a colorless and a blue for an O5. Mm -hmm. 
So it also has this ability to tap, two colorless blue tap. Target player puts the X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard where X is the number of creatures with defender you control. Again, not it's not that great on the surface, but just wait. Once once we get to the yeast, okay. we'll walk you through a little bit more. How walk it me through yeah, it. So I'll walk you through it. So but, I'm going to reserve judgment on this card because okay. right now I'd say cut it because so, you're not playing a mill strategy. Correct. But it is incidental mill does help here and there, right? And like if you're trying to help someone out, you can mill into a graveyard. That's not the reason why this is in here, right? Okay. Again, it's like, and if this wasn't a defender, it wouldn't be in here to begin with. But again, worst case, you're paying three for uh, three for a four, four. That also draws your card. But we'll get into why this is good in just a little bit. All right. So well, I think that's going to wrap up the board state and hot profile. Now we're going to migrate over to this winning and yeast package. Yes. Tell me why apparently okay. we need the doorkeeper. So there's a card in here called High Alert. Okay. Colorless, white, blue for an enchantment. Each creature you control assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Yep. So great, great right? Um, Creatures you control can attack as though they didn't have a defender. So this is Pretty just, much sounds like a uh, mirror of Arcadia. You just don't get to draw a card. Too. But the trick on this one is this. Two colorless, white, blue, untapped target creature, okay? Okay. So as long as if you have five defenders and Axbane Guardian out, you can go infinite mana. Because you can tap Axbane Guardian for five, okay. untap it with this, tap it for five, untap it with this, tap it for five, untap it with this. Okay. And generate infinite mana, right? Okay. So, and then you infinitely mill, or so you do that, or a card I'm not going to talk about. You can, and it's in sorcerer. It's an instant that's in the spice. I doubt you're talking about. Okay, so or the other thing you can do is you can capsize un unlimited times too. So that's interesting because actually capsize is one of the cards that I'm going to recommend to cut. Likewise. Oh, okay, there so we we'll go. get we'll get there. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's so, uh, that's why capsize is in here. I just don't feel like doorkeeper needs to be in the deck just because like, oh, if I have doorkeeper and high alert and this card and five things, it's then a, I can it's go a, in. It's, it's that's a, a Rube, Rube Goldberg machine. But that's like what, five, six, seven, that's eight cards. No, it's only three. It's doorkeeper, high alert, and, um, oh, then all the other walls. And then all the I other walls. Point, yeah. So it's eight cards. I'm just saying, so like the again, it's, it's definitely a reach but it is one way to end the game you know i don't know it's okay. kind of cute the, like right. a lot of people a lot of people can build this because there's another card called freed from the real which is an enchantment that untaps for one blue so that way you only need three walls to do the same thing mm. and there's other cards you can do where it's untap you know there's plenty of other cards that you can tap untap with yeah it's lame i don't oh, know i don't like nasty. it but that's that's why doorkeeper's in here and that's and high alert Great card. Beyond that is still it's phenomenal. It's still a good right? card. Yes. And I'm actually going to talk about its cousin card, sure. Assault Formation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, colorless and a green enchantment. Each creature you control assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. So yep, basically, basically, these things are just redundancies, yep. like Big Tuck talked about in the beginning. If Arcades, and I have played against this deck enough, whether it's Big Tucks or Joes, yeah. to where people get rid of Arcades. Yep. They do not let it, it stick. Gets, it gets, if you get rid of Arcades, the deck doesn't work. Right. You're just so, sitting there just waiting for, yeah. to, you're sitting there with a bunch of walls that can't attack, <laughs> just waiting for to cast Arcades again. Yeah. So the other <clears> thing, <throat> though, that makes Assault Formation great is, I'm actually going to read its second ability first. Sure. Two colorless green does not tap or anything. It's right. just a effect. Creatures you control get plus zero, plus one till end of turn. So that's, I mean, it's kind of nice. Basically pay three, add an extra power, power to your yep. five or six walls. It's good, man. And like you said, like this is a main phase. This is a second main phase thing. So mm -hmm. you you realize you're like, ah, I don't really have much to play here. I can dump 
six mana into this Correct. and then cast something else. You swing in, wait till blockers or whatever, and then pump as much as you need. What makes it special, though, is for just a green, target creature with defender can attack this turn as though it didn't have defender. Yeah. So eventually, when Arcades does eventually cost maybe 12 or yeah, 14 exactly. or 16, yeah, some ridiculous over number. And over and over again. <laughs> it's like, hey, instead of spinning 12 to get Arcades, I'll just spend 10 or yeah. probably not even that. You Because you, you're probably going to have six or seven walls. I'll pay six or seven, make all of these guys be able to attack, and then dump the extra mana to make them even right. bigger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does. I, it does, and again, like it's a good, it's a very good card. I think that, like if you look at the Arcades deck list, I guarantee this card and High Alert are oh, in like eighty five percent of them because they, they're they're so good on it. All right, well, what's your next? Yeast? So this is another sleeper one for me, which is kind of a spice, but um, this is a a person that actually was a commander for a while, and that deck sucked. So we're talking a legend. Okay, ready. Three, two, one. Sadar Kondo of Jamora. Yeah! So this card, this also, card is wrecked. Yeah, it's, it is, so, it's good. so good. Um, it's bizarre, right? Because when this first got printed, everyone was kind of like, huh? What? Yeah, <laughs> what? What? Um, it doesn't seem like it does much. Um, so I'll read uh, I'll read the stats and then you read the text on it. How about okay, that? Okay. that works. So two colorless, uh, green and a white. For a 2-5 legendary creature, human knight. Mythic. Which is also bizarre stats, yeah. right? Like, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, but there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot more on here, too. Oh. That's it. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> All right, and so its abilities, guys, is it has flanking, yeah. which if you're not familiar with it, which I don't know why <laughs> you would. If you, if you, hey, if you haven't, if you didn't start playing Magic in the 90s. <laughs> Uh, it says whenever a creature without flanking blocks this creature, the blocking creature gets negative one, negative one until end of turn, which is pretty nice because its second line yeah. of text says creatures your opponents control without flying or reach can't block creatures with power two or less. So usually your that'll be like, okay, I'll throw a yeah. token in front of it. Well, the token's going to immediately die. Right. Um, and it has partner, which is irrelevant. So, so, I, made, I made like this and the partner that creates sapperlings when it deals damage. Yeah. It was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this card because I have yeah. seen this thing just wreck guys because he will swing with this and all of his flipping walls. And it's just like, I, I can't, I can't block. I can't do anything. I'm just going to die. The one, so I, I played this deck against someone. The only thing that's, that Sadar does not do evidently is dragons. Yeah, that, that was a problem. Dragons that, is the one thing that takes care of it. That was the problem with that deck because, like, the I had a bunch of like twos and ones, like saplings and stuff. And yeah. I played. Someone was playing my my dragons deck, and I was just like, I can't do, <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and also the so it's great in this deck. I don't really know. There's not really that many other decks that this is really great in. I mean, you could. You, it's, it's like, like the weenie, it's like the same the, thing with the weenie argument, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. like Squee McGee could definitely throw this in his Reese deck. Oh yeah. Because then that would just make everything unblockable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, so but, anyway, anyway yeah, no. the, the crazy part too with with, the, with this one was. I think when it first came out, it was like two dollars, mm. and then when our case got spoiled, it was like twenty and change. And I didn't even realize it until I would have sold mine in a heartbeat. That's, that, well, I thought that too when I had it. I was like, oh, I, I was going through cards, and I was like, this thing. Like, why do I even have this? Like, I should have just given this away. And I went and just looked up for fun. I was like, twenty dollars? Why? And I didn't piece it together until I built my Arcades deck. And then when I was looking at EDH Rex, it was like Sadar Kondo, like top top card. I was yep. like. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess it does work. But I think it's hilarious that dragons is one thing that gets around this guy because he almost kind of has this Game of Thrones look. Yeah, sure. To where it's like you know Khaleesi's coming in with her dragons and he's just like, oh shit, I can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, So kind of kind of a weak. I don't know. It's just such a weird card. Like, and he was like a thing in the Mirage block, I think. So people, he was like one of the things that people like. When's Sidor Kondo gonna get his own card? Uh, he was so important to the Vorthos, and everyone so else they is just came like, out this hot pile yeah, they're of like, garbage. okay, here you go. Are you happy? Are you happy? Is this what you wanted? Are you happy now? Uh, so my my last yeast card yeah. is a card that I didn't know existed, but I love its brother. We're talking Tree of Redemption. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three colorless you didn't know, green. This was the OG one. No, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> uh, so three colorless green. It's a plant. Zero thirteen defender. Mythic. It has a. I think <laughs> I can't. I can't tell. Yeah, it's a mythic. Yeah. Uh, so it has an ability. You could tap it. Exchange your life total with Tree of Redemption's toughness. This will kind of get into my personal recommendations. But if you have a, you do have a few ways to kind of give stuff vigilance. Yeah, yeah. The trick here is you swing in, and they're like. Yeah. Is, is, is he going to gamble? Is he going to make his life yeah. level 13 to possibly kill me? Right. And so then they say no blocks, and it's like, yeah, I'll, no, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just go ahead. I'll deal 35 damage I'll go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, I So this is this is one. See, that's the problem is like, it's like right on the edge a lot of times. Like this has been one because it's like, but I just go back to it and be like, okay, in a normal deck, would I if a card said, if a card just said three colorless and a green for a 13-13 and you draw a card, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably run yeah, that. You know what I mean? Probably banned in most formats. <laughs> yeah, right. So like the the exchange life total is like kind of tr- is kind of cute. Um, I wish I had more ways. There's not a ton of ways to like pump it up because like the uh, the inverse of that is like when you get low enough, you pump this up to twenty or twenty five and then swap it out. Um, I don't really. I mean, we talked about the a couple different ways of doing it. So. Maybe, but yeah, I just like you said, if you can get that trick going, it's hysterical. It's so funny. Yeah. So I don't right. know. I know you like his. Brother. Uh, side brother or oh whatever. yeah, yeah tree yeah. of perdition yeah. oh baby it's one of your it's one of your favorites <laughs> so um that actually so funnily enough my last pick on the yeast actually funnels that strategy because i want to talk about dragon throne of tarkir okay so four love co- it. this is a weird this is a weird one i love this card four colorless for a legendary artifact equipment it's got uh equip three and then it has equipped creature has defender and two tap do a colorless tap. Other creatures you control gain trample and gain plus X plus X until end of turn, where so X gross. is their creature's oh, power. God, I love it. So, Mr. Combo, correct me if I'm wrong. We're not going to talk about it because you're done with the yep. yeast, right? So, there's another thing in here called Colossus of Akros, which is a 10-10 defender yeah. uh, with Indestructible. Wasn't there a time where you slapped this on him and then you had like a bunch of hornets or something, or you had a bunch of one one. I don't remember. You had a bunch of like flyers. I mean, for some they, they, they could have been those uh, red blue insects that uh, locust god. It was makes. Some, it was something mm-hmm. like that. But you like you you had this put it on the colossus, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna tap this, so everything gets plus ten plus ten lethal of the board. <laughs> yeah. It's bonkers, but like it's I think so funny. The thing I like about this too is that you can equip even if you equip this on um, Arcades, he will be doing more damage. Right, because he still he will then be the defender, yep. and you can swing in after blockers are declared, tap him, and then bo- boost everyone as well. So again, oh, yeah, this is because he this, does have vigilance. Yeah, right. So this is an, again another card that like is kind of on the fringe. It's definitely cute. Yeah, but just the fact that I, when you played this one time during a random gab bag and <laughs> just wrecked us all at the entire table in a turn, I was like, yeah, we should probably it's probably worth talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I I think when you are on the once again, you're sitting down at your table and yep. you're trying to figure out, okay, I got to make room in this deck for a card, and you're looking at Dragon Throne of Tarkir. 
I think you would need to go through the deck and say, how many creatures do I have in here that actually have true power? Yes, exactly. And then that's where you kind of make the that's decision. Where you can, that's where you because make the cut, for it, sure. It's a cute card, and yeah. it works great with Colossus, but you don't have a way to tutor either because nope. they're not CMC3. Right. And you don't have any other tutors. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, if you maybe had less than seven creatures that actually have a significant power, then it's probably worth cutting if you needed the spot. Right, yeah. So, like I said, it's adorable. Um... And I'm looking through here. I just don't have that much with power. It pretty much just slaps on Colossus or 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 Arcades. Or Arcades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, like again, with this deck, you're gonna have Arcades out so often. It's like okay Hopefully. to kind of play. Yeah. Well, you'll try to. It's kind of okay. We'll to see play what happens that. tonight. Ooh. Yeah. So I just want to bring that up because again, well, you you won with it one time and it was amazing. Oh, this yeah. card wrecks in yeah. Reese. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's gonna wrap up. How do you actually win the game in the East package? Now we're gonna head on over to Spice. Maybe we pick the same one. Is it an equipment? No. Oh, okay. But I was going to. I had this that. card's hilarious. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Go so, ahead. <laughs> this is Slagworm Armor. Yeah. One colorless equipment. Equipped creature gets plus zero plus six. six. <laughs> Equip for three. Big Tech got a question for you. Yes, sir. If this card read, pay one mana, play it. Good, right? Yeah. Okay. Seems that way. Still an equipment. <laughs> But then it said equipped creature gets plus six plus six, six. for equip three. Would you yeah. say that's also yeah, pretty I'd good? Yeah, I'd probably run it on a lot of decks. Would you say that'd probably be banned in every format yes. except for maybe EDH? For sure. For yes. sure. This it's is a bonkers. this is a bonkers card that, right. in theory, if it truly read equipped creature gets plus six plus, plus six, six, would be banned in every right. single. It'd be the most broken card they made. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, again. We didn't talk about it, but or we talked about it very briefly. But like, the, put this on the Colossus, sixteen, sixteen, indestructible. Also, seems pretty great. And then so, you make a monster. Yeah, twenty six, twenty six. And then you or, put the Dragon Throne of Tarkir on there. Right. And again, like because it's of equipment, this even turns like Teo's little O three walls into nine, nine nines for three. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> well, 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 well done. Um, yes. So, and it also plays so. This also plays really well into my spice pick, which also is does a very similar thing. We're talking tree folk umbra. So two colorless and a green. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus zero and assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power, right? So mostly and it also is a totem armor. So this just pretty much says, okay, Arcadius is gonna start dealing more damage, right? And he's got an additional bump on him because again he's gonna get targeted with something, so a board wipe or whatever. I have that on my cuts. Do you? It's yeah. a, it's a cute it's a cuter card. I opened one in Modern Horizons. Like, oh, let's try Fair. it out and see Fair. what happens. So that's this one's definitely on the border. But if you again in like this perfect like heat draw, imagine slapping Tree Folk Umbra on Arcady. So he goes up to. Uh, Three seven and then slagworm armor on him on top of that. Yeah, I mean that's like a two swing but commander. Again, now you're talking yeah, the stars again, it's like, it's, Yeah, exactly. And there's no um, way to tutor for it as well. But so but, I actually, so I actually had a question for you on the, your spice picks. Right. Just just kind of diving into your mind. Sure. So curse of the swine wouldn't that be more of a hops card? It is, but like there's no way. To, there's no real way. The reason why I have it in there is because there's no real way to like abuse it or get like piles of mana into it. And also there's no like there's like. I only have it in here just because I had a spare copy and I was like, oh, okay. this will go in here. But like, it doesn't really fit the theme of the deck. It's just like a good removal spell, right? Sure. You, you could have... But yeah, Path to Exile and Hops. That doesn't right, fit the yeah. theme of the deck. But like, that's like... I There's no real reason not to have, in my opinion, another... There's a there's better board wipes for this deck that'll accomplish the same thing that this does, right? And it's like, it's not... 
because you're running it in white, you have access to all of the best removal packages sure. out there. This card's really good in like ones where like mono blue that they have a hard time dealing directly with creatures. So that's why I kind of put it in the spice package. Okay. Um, and then I'm curious about privilege uh, position. Why is that in the spice and not hops? Because that's another thing that was just a leftover when this was supposed to be enchantment. So I opened this or got this for free from something. I yeah. don't even remember what, but uh, this doesn't really, I mean, like it's cool and like it's a really it's good- It's really good protection. It's, a, it's really good protection in, ge in general, but it's also just like, yeah, like it doesn't, again, it doesn't do anything for this deck in particular, right? Okay. It's just a good Slesnia card. And that's why it's been like, it's like, uh, I don't really want to talk about it. It was just a leftover of what I have. You know, you could slap this into any deck that can run these colors and you'll probably, it, like it'll work and it'll do the, they'll do the lifting that you want, but it's also just kind of like, yeah, you know. Okay. What do you want? What do you want out of that? So. That's fair. Well, that's all I got for Spice. Yeah, and then mine was the Tree Folk Umbra, yeah. so yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, now we're going to migrate over to the bottle capping, and just to remind you, these will be big Texanized recommendations to cut from the deck and then add a card that is under 5 bucks, under 50 and then a no-budget personal recommendation. The only restriction is uh, no mana straight lands. I'm going to start this one because I did want to. I already said it. I'm going to cut cap size. Okay. I'm going to add a Throne of Eldraine card. Ooh. Crashing Drawbridge. Oh, yeah. That's. I, you posted that to the group, and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's on my list to yeah. pick up, too. So, so <laughs> two colorless artifact creature walls, 0 4 defender. So, two for a 4 4. But it has this great activated ability. Mm -hmm. Creatures you control gain haste until end of turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is bonkers. That's banana hammock. That is yeah, really, really good. Well, especially, again, in these colors, the only thing you have access to haste is Concordant Crossroads, which yep. is like $25, right? But the thing I like about this card is, sure, you can give your own stuff haste, but if you want to channel your inner Josh Lee Kwai, start politicking other people. Right, you're like, hey. It's, it's like, I'll hey. Give you a little, I'll give you a little love. I'll, I'll give you a little love if you swing at that person. Right. It's kind of like the Sheeming Symmetry one black yeah, yeah, yeah. tutor where you and another person tutor. It's kind of the same thing. Hey, I'll help you if you help me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think in 25 cents. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's been on my, it's in my now 22 page long <laughs> Wish list. <laughs> you might on have TCG player. You, you really should. Whenever you're real ham skied, just sitting at home alone with stout and just dump and, it. No, uh, go get the TCG player app and do what I recommended, where you create lists for oh, the decks yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just put the cards you need in there. I mean, I know where they, I, it's pretty obvious where this is going to go when I get it. Sure, right? but so. with 22 pages, yeah. And no, I bet and you got a bunch of utility it's lands it's in there. Piles of lands, yeah. And it's, you're probably just like, ah, uh, I could probably just close my eyes and throw a dart and it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it'll fit in like I think five soul rings and four chromatic lanterns and all that stuff too. So anyway, yeah, no, crashing gate is awesome. Uh, I'm really glad you picked that one up. Yeah. So um, I also am going to cut cap size because again, like it just doesn't it doesn't do anything in this. You can't deck. abuse it truly Correct. unless yeah. you have your Rude unless you do the machine. Right. Yeah. And then you're like up there. So um, I'm gonna actually. So I'm. Should I do my, this was my most expensive one, but it's only by like a dollar, so. No, it has to be under five. Uh, Stick okay. to the script, So we'll Jimmy. cut, we'll cut uh, that capsize for, again, this is just a utility card, Lightning Greaves. Oh. I don't have a Lightning Greaves in here. You can maybe I, win one I, tonight. I need to have a Lightning Greaves in here so bad, because again, like, unless. <laughs> if Arcades is removed. Yes, you're just, you just have to keep going back and over, back and over. And I have a Swift Foot Boots in here, which usually does the pinch, right? Because you, there's enough mana ramp and the curve's low enough where, you will be able to get it out, but I yep. don't have any way to tutor it. Yep. Right. And um, again, I know it's boring, but it's just so good. Like you just, this is one of the decks that you, if you keep getting losing your commander, you have to go through all these hoops, and then you're just like sitting there, pretty much playing a control deck and just praying you get enough mana to cast it again. <laughs> 
Absolutely. So, like, that's, again, I know it's boring, but it's just so, so good in this deck. It is incredibly boring. And you know what? Maybe you can win that FNM promo tonight. Ooh, I hope so. so. All right. Well, but, my... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what, what do you got for under... 50. 50, okay. I'm going to recommend we cut Devastation Tide. Okay. For Open. a significantly better card. Blood uh, of Tears, question mark? Wave of Reckoning. Oh. So, this is four colorless white sorcery. Each creature deals damage to itself equal to its power. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. Most times, because that doesn't even hit Arcades. Right. That is just a straight one-sided yeah, board Yeah, that, that is really good. Four dollars? What the fuck? Three fifty. Still, it's too much. It's really good. I think I actually have one of these lying around. I'm sure you do. Yeah, it's, some, it's somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, no, yes. I, 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 look, I really do like cards like Devastation right. Tide, which, guys, if you aren't familiar with Devastation Tide, that's three colorless blue-blue. It does have a miracle clause where if it is the first card you've drawn right. that term, you could reveal it and cast it instantly for a colorless and a blue. Return all non-land permanents to their owner's hands. I feel like with this deck, your issue probably isn't so much the artifacts and enchantments and right. Walkers others play. It's probably like an Eldrazi Titan where you're having to yes. sacrifice stuff. Or uh, like Squee McGee, there's just too there's many too tokens much to deal with. for right. you to yeah. deal with. So bouncing everything is just like, okay... Well, kind of, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather just kill everything? The only it, thing, the only thing I like about bouncing stuff is it also gives you the chance to like bounce back from it. So like then when you bounce all your walls back to your hand, but then you, you can have, start you drawing even more cards off. But it. But that's the thing though, you don't have to bounce back with this board wipe because you will not be affected in any right, way. Right. But I'm, what I'm saying is like you're then so with devastation tied, even though you're returning your walls up. When you cast them again, you're drawing more cards, trying to find more answers to them as well. But I don't so, feel like you're casting... Once again, Devastation Tide... Right. Let's call it for what it is. It's a five-mana spell. Yeah, sure. Um, because you, it's kind of like what Jason said with these Miracle cards. Right. You shouldn't you're, be banking on the Miracle Yeah, you're not cost. going to. Right. Uh, so... And really, like, these, like, Devastation Tide, whenever I have it in a deck, it's just a slot for a $20 Cyclonic Rift that I don't want to pay for. Right? Uh, so, so... But here's the thing I have the issue with, with what you kind of said. You're going to pay five mana. Right. Let's say it's turn nine. Well, most likely, you're only going to have four to six mana sure. left. But that also bounces Arcades. Right. So then you're going to have to pay four mana to play yeah. Arcades. You're going to have to play a wall, and then you're going to have to discard down the hand size at the end of that. Sure. You're most likely not going to be able to get that value that you talk about. But Wave of Reckoning potentially sure. is a game could, winner. Could, yeah, that it eliminates could, it could all blockers, yes. and then boom, full steam ahead. So that's I like why it. I think it's a good one. No, it's good. Um, and I do like that this deck can can kind of have um, the... it's It can be very reactive to that, right? Because mm -hmm. all your creatures all look and feel the same way, and others don't, right? So there's yeah. a lot of effects that you, that you can play around that. So I also had one that's just like that. So okay. like I talked about, I'm going to cut Curse of, the, Curse of the Swine. Okay. Um, Just because, like I said, it's a fine card, but I think it's there's other decks where it's better in, right? Sure. That need more creature removal and that sort of thing. So instead, I'm going to put in this card from Rivals of Ixalan called Slaughter the Strong. Okay. So it's a colorless uh, white-white for a sorcery. Each player chooses any number of creatures they control oh, with total yeah. power four or less. Joe has played everything this so up. many times <laughs> and just wrecked us. No way, seriously? Yeah. yeah. It is wrecked tables. Yes. So, um, again, like, uh, this lets you keep Arcades and usually everything, everything else. else. Right. And even if you do have a Colossus or something, that's just one thing. Yeah. So this ends up being a one-sided, three-mana, complete board wipe. So, you know what was funny? I was trying to find that card when I did my Wave oh. of Reckoning one, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, I was running out of time, and I was like, ah, screw it, this yeah, is still is, a good we'll, card. Yeah, we'll that's a great card. I think this, yeah, it's like, 
I would probably run this over Wave of Reckoning just because it's cheaper and it's sacrifice, right? So if there's, some, if there's something, if there's something that's or both, yeah. If I had to cut one, I would do this because oh. it's. I would. I would cut this because Honestly, it's a sacrifice I, effect. Yeah, I would just cut both your blue ones because yeah. I think these two are, are like, way like you better. said at the yeah. beginning. White is the, the premier yes. premier color, right? Um, and I think these two do significant. Now, granted, I do like how Curse of Swine is an exile effect. Correct. That is nice in case you're playing a jerk like me that has an Eldrazi. Right. Yeah. It's like sure. Go ahead and do that. I don't care. Right, okay, right. I'm just going to shuffle it back, back in. in. Yeah, sure. Uh, but no, this card's a slam dunk. Um, and it's, it's only like great. a, yeah, it's a buck now. So yeah. it's even cheaper than I thought. I think it was up there for a little bit. But anyway, so I know you've been talking about this. So yep. I'm very excited. I'm, I got Scryfall at the ready. What do you got? Uh, you you won't need to look it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mode. Uh, <laughs> Mode. Uh, so we're going to cut Tree Folk Umbra. Sure. I know you have one somewhere. A Chroma's Memorial. I don't think I have one of these. Really? I don't yeah. think so. I don't think I've ever picked one up. So yeah. do, Acroma, I want it. Yeah. Uh, Acroma's Memorial, guys. Seven colorless legendary artifact. Oh, God. So, so this good. is slam dunk a yeast card. Mm -hmm. Slap it down at the end of the game to win. Right. It has the text. Creatures you control have <gasps> flying, first strike, vigilance, trample, haste, protection from black, protection from red. So yes. basically protection very, from every very, color very that you're good. not. Uh, flying first strike vigilance trample. So when I was talking about the shenanigans yeah. with tree of vigilance redemption, is, vigilance, is vigilance is really, huge. really huge in this. The yeah. first strike is great because even that one card that you did like bah, 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 wall of junk. Oh yeah. It's first strike. So it'll kill the, the thing, thing. Right. And it'll still bounce back to your hand. Cause sure. it still did yeah. technically block. So I think this thing is almost triumph of the hordes level. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. This deck to, Slap it down, I win. Now, well, granted, you would think this card is always a slap it down, win yeah. the game, but I think in this deck, it's even more so because your walls are usually seven, eight, nine right. power. And that's like the weird thing about playing this deck too is like, it's go middle, right? Because you don't really go that wide because no. you probably, you'll have like, six or seven it, maybe i think of this as like my gear deck yeah i populate to where sure. it's more of it's not really go tall right it's like i'm gonna go middle right where it's like i have, I have a handful feet. of bigger yes. stronger things right as opposed to one or two giant ones or a million little ones Absolutely. right so no chroma's moral is great i wish it wasn't fucking 20 you should have traded your mycosynth for try to get one of those Did he? i think he had one actually whoops I panicked. I it was a lot. <laughs> so I mean, you know, Kevin. He'd probably if you if there were some of the cards that you're like, you know what, I'd rather have the Acromas. He'd probably be like, okay. I don't know, man. Oblivion Stone's pretty sweet. <laughs> ancient well, Ancient Tomb. Come on. Uh, you can never I have enough. Think of those. That card's overrated. You're overrated. I know. Uh, okay, so my last one um, for my personal recommendation, uh, I'm actually gonna cut Stifle. Okay. And um, I'm gonna put in something different. So Stifle Counterspell. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna cut that. I wish I noticed. I don't even have Counterspell in here, but I have Swan Song, which is like just as good. Um, Stifle for me, I have like an interesting relationship with, right? The places where it's been most frustrating is when I like have Soul Ring and Mike Campbell <laughs> would play it on that. It just like puts you back a turn. But like beyond that, I I don't think it like solves it. It's like a one time band aid for a gushing wound, right? Like if there's something that has an activated ability, unless it's like, but even if activated it's activated like, or triggered. But if, but if you think like, okay, Perforos, you can stop that once. Like disc, you can stop that once. Like a lot of times that ha where they have activated and triggered abilities, they're something that are like repeatable. But think about it. It's okay. So your Oblivion Stone sure. example or your Nev's Disc example, the thing's tapped. 
Right. So they'll have to go that turn cycle. And think about it. What does a counter spell do? Stops them for that one time. But a counter spell at least stops it, period, from ever coming in down down the pipe, right? Unless it's a commander or something along those lines. Mm, I so, don't know. I really like Stifle just because there are so right. many. And that's why I run that one angel where mm-hmm. opponents can't activate abilities of creatures. Uh, I'm trying to remember yeah. what her name is. Yeah, whatever. I know what you're talking uh, about. But, you know, that's why I run it because... When Mike used to be in our playgroup, right. Brea was just like, oh, but again, my this, God. This, this is just a one, like, I don't like Stifle because it's just that one time that Angel's static, right? Like, correct. Torpor Orb is like static, like those kind of abilities, whereas this is just one time. I have no way to tutor for it. I have no way to get it back from my graveyard. It's just, it seems I mean, like it's disallow a, could be better. Yeah, I, I would agree with that 100%, right? Um, but the right, one, well, what are you going to add? So I actually have one of these, um, and I think it's in a deck that probably doesn't need it anymore. So I might do a hot swap when I get home. We're talking Meekstone. Oh, yeah. Okay, so one colorless for an artifact. Um, I'm very familiar with this card. Yeah, it's great. So pe- creatures with power three or greater don't untap during the uh, controller's untap step. Pretty good. Again, it's just like yeah. custom made for this card, right? Like you're never even... So I have this in my Edric deck, which is like a lot of smaller creatures. But the problem is I've gotten to the point where like you have Beastmaster's Ascension or Overwhelming Stampede or something. And then you turn your own creatures into like five fives. And you're like, fuck, I can't even untap these. And then I actually had to use a Reclamation Sage to kill my own Meekstone. <laughs> so, and again, uh, Arcades has Vigilance, right? Yep. Built in. So you're going to be able to go with him. Uh, and this can just shut down go wide decks. This can shut down go tall decks. Um, uh, it doesn't really shut down go wide. So, go but, if they, but if they're going like Beastmaster's Ascension route or something along those lines, Fair. where they pump them up to be bigger. Um, so you want to hear something funny. Top commanders for Meekstone. Arcades, number one, hands down. Really? 830. By a mile? Uh, you, you guys probably remember episode four. That's my Shirai itty bitty teeny weeny creatures. That's the next one? Uh, No. There's only It's, it's only in 78 Shirai decks. What? Yeah. Do you uh, have it in yours? I don't know. Oh, think we of course. You do, that's, right? yeah. that's the one where I got the Masterpiece one oh, yeah, from Casey yeah, Magic right, Fest. Right, right. No, like the next ones would be like roughly within a few of each other, but like Doran, Edric. Goblins? Is there a goblin uh, person not up there? A go- uh, Urza? Yeah. What? Yeah. I guess it's like more control piece. Crackheads! Yeah, nothing there. But I, like, but like yeah, I said... It's in 51% of Arcadia's Arcadia decks. decks. Yeah, so I know I have one of these, maybe two, so I'll probably just cut it when I go home and put it in. But again, we're talking about like doing things that this deck wants, right? This is something that doesn't affect a single card in the deck yep. out of the gates, except for Colossus, but whatever. Again, yeah, it's like that's just another creature. Um... Works great against you, shuts down things. This deck can get overwhelmed sometimes. Um, just like any other combat-based deck, you want to have your stuff out. And again, when it's tapped out, you can swing in, start dealing your damage. It's like made for Arcades. So no, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, I definitely would say if you have one at home, yeah, slam so it in I'll there. be doing that this afternoon when I do some other hot hot swaps for the <laughs> I thought you were doing homework this afternoon. I am doing homework, but then I gotta do hot swaps and cut my hair and all this other shit before Will comes <laughs> picks me up. All right, guys. Wasted. Well, I, I think that's going to wrap up the deck. Any yeah. last thoughts? Uh, no, I just like the fact that they have humongous asses. This is a fun. <laughs> this is a fun deck to play. Um, it can be pretty interactive. This is also one that I, I like have given this deck out to a lot of people where it's like kind of newer because there is some interactions with it. Right, you kind of have to play at a certain speed. It helps you understand like how how important commanders are to interacting with the board um, and how to best use your removal to protect them. So yeah, I mean it's it's a, it, it turned into a joke deck, and actually it's like one of my one of my preferred decks to play when I'm just like trying to have fun. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, cool. Well, hey guys, thanks for making it until the end. And as promised, here's some details about our giveaway. Uh, honestly, we don't have any details. Mm-hmm. It's TBD EDH deck. But hey, if you want to enter, it's very simple. 
For the love of goodness and grand, can we get a lady touched by fire to tweet hashtag Big Tuck on Twitter for it'd the be, love be, of everything? It'd be great. It would I'm, be great. I'm on, I'd be on board still. So, uh, But you know what you can also do is help promote the podcast and the site. Uh, you'll get an entry for all interactions you do with us on social media, with our posts, uh, following the pages, all that stuff, and our sponsor, Level 1 Gaming. Like, uh, you know, for example, follow the Twitter accounts, like the Facebook pages. Most importantly, subscribe to this podcast and listen. Uh, we will announce the winner on hashtag MTG Action 4 News on January 7th and social media soon after. Um, and yes, we're going to be doing these giveaways each month. It could be a sweet debt like this or a sweet card. We'll just have to see what level one games has mm-hmm. in store for us. But you know what? You can also leave us feedback on your podcast platform. Uh, if we suck, you know, please just get let us know. I can use a good <laughs> cry. Uh, but if you enjoyed it, leave some positive feedback or whatever star review makes others want to listen to us as well. Uh, and if you would like to reach out to us and also know where you can find more ways to enter into this contest, here's how you can do that. You can reach me at Mr. Combo number five on Twitter, all spelled out except for the five. Big Tuck, where can they reach you? You suck at Hashtag Big Tuck on Twitter. I, 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 again, we're nearing the end of the year. I'm ready to potentially be a new man. No, no, the you, can't, the you can't say that because then the ladies touched by fire won't do it oh, well. because then there's no incentive. <laughs> Uh, they, they, that's that's true. That's so, very true. Looking for you, redheads. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you can reach our main account at CMD Tower on Twitter as well. You can go to our website, cmdtower.com. You can also find us on Facebook at CMD Tower. Basically, type in Charlie Matthew Delta Tower anywhere you'll find us. Uh, and it is all one word. We've actually had a few people do the space and oh, really? or they type in <laughs> Command Tower and no, we're CMD Come Tower. Come on, idiots! <laughs> um, if you want to engage our awesome production team for your own future projects, how would they do that, Squee? Uh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Rich Chaos Records, or you can find me at Dear Squee on the Twitter. And they do music, podcasts, have a full studio if you are local in the Kansas City metro area. Um, also, if you want to support the show, hook up our sponsor with the orders you're already yeah, going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Head over to level1gaming.com, and when you place your order in the order notes, just type out CMD Tower, just so you know they came from the collective. They also have a Facebook with a bunch of sweet events happening in this KC metro area. Like, for example, the CMD Tower debate show happening on December 28th. It's going to be balling. Squee McGee and I will be squaring off on who has the best populate commander with Big Tuck moderating. Wait. We will be supplying pizza. And after the debate recording, because we will record it to put on the interwebs for the people that aren't local or don't want to travel in, uh, all three of us will have booster packs as a bounty system. Beat us in an EDH game and bam, you win a pack of cards. And of course, as always, thank you to Pink Royal. R.I.P. Yeah, for the music provided one. in each episode. So, Tuck, any last thoughts? No, man. I'm. I, I. We're recording this before Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. I'm gonna put on no fewer than 15 pounds over the next <laughs> week. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm just excited because I've literally been tinkering with my man cave on how we're gonna do this uh, event tonight. And every year I look forward to this thing. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's really fun. It's great friends. Tons of drinking. So much outlandish comments are made yes. and sweet prizes. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking I'm forward giddy. to it as well. I am yeah. giddy. So all right, guys. Well, see you later. See ya.